everyone. You're listening to Be a Voice, Not an Echo. This is Regina Stafford from Rewards Coaching. Today I'll be answering another question that was sent in by one of you, my listeners, that um, some of my goals that I have for this podcast are bringing clarity to some of the scripture that we live by, build our lives on truth, which we believe is the scripture, the word of God. And so we want to understand it better. We want to clarify it. Life is very complicated and we don't need to complicate it further through misunderstanding or misappropriating the word of God in our lives. So I want to bring that clarity. And also I want to see what it looks like practically. Um, You know, how do we apply it in our everyday lives? How do we apply it in our relationships, uh, in our walk with God? So let's dive in together today on episode two. We're going to be looking at this question together. How do you learn to trust God when you ask for guidance and wait for the correct answer? Okay, so this topic has so many layers, so many facets, so much you can teach on about it. Um, But without an in-depth teaching, what I'm going to do is just um, show you my process. I'm going to show you what it looks like when I'm praying about something and um, I have to wait on the answer. And, uh, you know, hopefully you can glean something out of that. So I think that waiting on God is a position that you take. It's not a passive stance. Uh, It's not, okay, well, I'm just, I'm waiting, I'm waiting to hear, I'm waiting. And, you know, you're just letting time pass with no expectation. That's that's just a waiting game. Um, I don't believe that that's what we need to be doing with God. So what kind of position should we take as we're waiting on God? So let's see what it looks like. So say you ask God to guide you in something or for something, to something, but you're not hearing any kind of answer from him. Uh, You've waited, you've prayed, uh, you've gotten nothing. Um, In a situation like that, what I would do is that I'd build my faith. And what I do is I read the scriptures, not just read anything in the Bible, but I read the scriptures that speak to me about God's faithfulness, about how much he loves me, about how much he cares for me, about how much he wants to lead me and guide me and speak to me. That builds a foundation, you know, for um, where I'm putting my trust. My trust is in God. I have to trust in that relationship that he has with me and that I have with him to feel more secure because otherwise it just feels like this ethereal thing that's out there that you're just waiting on, you know, and you, you don't have anything to hook your faith into. So what I do is I hook my faith into God, into my relationship with him, or better yet, his relationship toward me. So I read scriptures like Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, you know, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not onto your own understanding, and all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. So that's one promise. Galatians 5, 6. I love this one. Faith works through love. Faith is actually energized through love. Okay, so that's one of the the things that I do is I want to build up the love relationship between me and God so that it builds up my faith. It energizes my faith. So as faith arises, what I start to do is I start to get expectation. I start to get expectation that the answer is coming. Okay, so every day, that's the position that I take. I take that position that I am going, maybe today is going to be the day that I'm going to receive from something from the Lord. 
So I spend my time with God in worship and thanksgiving and quietness. I don't keep asking him for the same thing over and over. You know, I've already asked. I'm believing him to give it to me. So I put myself in a position of receiving. Then you give him time and space to give you a sense of what he's trying to say to you. You know, he speaks to us in, in, in different ways. Um, and we get, we get more familiar with the way that he wants to speak to us personally. Um, and it may be different than he speaks to other people. Some things are the same, but some ways are different. Sometimes he moves on you to just do one thing. You know, I've been in a position where uh, I'm, I'm praying and I'm praying for one thing and I just feel to call someone. And then I make that call and I see that there was something connected in that phone call that led to something else. Um, I've been led to, to go meet with people. I've been led to read something so many times reading something has had my answer right in there and I love to read and, and the Lord knows that I have gotten so much out of uh, reading something on uh, the different topics or situations that I'm waiting on God for so once you do it you have to, that's the let me just back up for a second you have to do whatever he's shown you to do you can't just like okay well you know I hear that and then just wait for the next thing because he's not going to give you the next thing until you do the first thing and once you do that, then you'll start getting more understanding from that first step, which will lead you to the next step. And you're getting closer and closer to the answer. Okay, God is positioning us. Okay, we position ourselves with him. So he has to get us into a position to receive from him, but we have to position ourselves to be able to receive from him. So it's two-way. We partner with him. Uh, the work doesn't remain all on us, and it's not all on him. We partner with him. So you position yourself in, in a place of expectation. One of the things that, that you can liken it to is that when you're waiting on a package, you're expecting it. You're expecting it's going to come any day. You're looking for it. It's on your mind. You know, you, you get a sense of excitement for it. So that's the same premise that we use when we're expecting from God. We're positioning ourselves each day to receive, you know, maybe that's the day that it's going to come. Uh, you know, we're, we're hopeful. We're not worried. We're not worried. We're not fearful. We're hopeful. So, and then lastly, but by no means uh, an in-depth answer to this question, you take a position that lets go of worry, fear, anxiety, and overthinking. Okay, I, I love how Joyce Myers says, uh, she said this years ago, actually, that if you're frustrated, you're overthinking, you're trying to figure it out. Um, and for me, that became like a barometer. If, I, if I'm feeling frustrated, that's a clue to me that I am overthinking this thing and I need to get back and reposition myself in a place where I can actually receive something from God because I won't be able to receive from him if I am, am in worry, fear, anxiety, and overthinking. Those kind of things, they close the door to what we call flow, okay? Flow is being right in that sweet spot to be able to receive from your heart up to your conscious mind, and then you understand what God is doing. But when the word says, be still and know that I am God, it actually means be still in your mind. Yes, it means, you know, it also means be still your body, you know, stop all the activity and everything so you can hear from God. But I believe that the biggest struggle is stilling your mind 
We have to still our minds from that worry, from that fear, that anxiety, that overthinking, because it will hinder. That's how our brains are wired. I will always go back to uh, things about how we are wired, because God expects us to position ourselves according to how he has created us and what he's telling us to do. And there's always a reason for him telling us to position ourselves a certain way, because he knows how we were created. When I learned all this, it was... Uh, such a, a faith builder and such a, it moved me so much to get myself in line with whatever the Lord was saying, because I knew, I understood better how we were created and how that all works hand in hand with the word, the instructions from the word. Okay. So when I learned this for me, this was a game changer. When there is too much busyness in our minds, our minds, our brains, they sort of uh, shut down. Okay. Whenever we can be still through faith and trust and expectation, we are in the absolute best position to receive the answers from our spirit, to let them come up into our conscious minds. We want to help God to give us those answers, not be in the way from us receiving those answers. Okay? So also, um, I want to add something else at this point, too. Um, something that I found extremely helpful when I was waiting on God. I heard this, this little quote, don't put your hope in the answer. You want to put it in him. So a lot of times, our hope is in getting that answer that we want. Or maybe, uh, what if we don't get the answer that we want? So therefore, that puts our trust in the answer. We have to um, be unbiased or, or unattached to the answer and put our trust in him that he knows what's best for us that he he is our heavenly father and will do with us or or lead us where he wants to lead us he is our heavenly father and this will show him if we actually trust him or not so again just to recap we want to learn to trust in god for an answer when we take the proper position in our waiting, okay? We're building our faith, we're listening, we're expectant, we're releasing all that fear and that worry and that anxiety so we can get into the place of flow with the Holy Spirit and we can learn to hear his voice. The more we actually do this, uh, the more familiar we will become with his voice, how he speaks to us. And, and we will understand that he actually does want to speak to us. We're not just you know, spinning our wheels here, just waiting for nothing. That's the position of waiting you don't want to take, okay? The more that you have occasion to trust the Lord, the more your trust will build because you will remind yourself of all the times that he's brought you through, all the times that he's spoken to you, how faithful he's always been. So you're able to believe him for bigger and bigger things at that point. And plus, you know the way. You know the secrets of how to get into that place of trust, like all these things that I'm talking to you about today. So I hope that you'll practice them. I hope that you will do whatever he shows you to do. And I hope that you will get into a place of faith and trust and position yourself with an expectation to receive from him. And thank you all for listening today. Please rate this podcast and share it with others. And make sure that you're connected with me on Facebook at Regina Fiorello Stafford, on Instagram at Regina Stafford, and my website, rewardscoaching.com. I have so many things in store for our community, like um, 
like fun and insightful teachings, like podcasts with my husband, Thomas. We're going to do on marriage and relationships. Uh, doing a virtual book club with my book on dating, Look Before You Leap. And just so much more. I have so many things in store. Uh, different events that will be taking place. Different speaking engagements. And I want to keep my community uh, abreast of everything and, and have you be a part of it. And I want to hear from you. And uh, this is about you guys. You know, this is about... Um, giving you what you feel like you need. Um, whatever I can offer, I want to do that. So you don't want to miss out. We want to keep growing together. And we want to make a choice every day to be a voice and not an echo. So rate and share, rate and share. Okay? God bless.